This morning I want to share a message with you that deals with a matter that is literally staring us all in the face. And I'm not talking about the pandemic, although that is certainly still before us. Uh, it is a reality, and we have seen what happens with it. We kind of know what to expect. There is, however, a mystery that is facing each of us. But while it is a mystery, uh, we are not powerless nor hopeless as we face it. And what is this mystery that is staring us all in the face? It is in what we in our human accounting call tomorrow. And while we surely all realize that we are not promised tomorrow, still, we are all looking ahead. We're all expecting tomorrow to come. And with it, there's a mystery. Because we do not know for certain what it'll bring. We're hoping for good. Maybe we're hoping for things to be different. Uh, perhaps we're hoping for things to be better tomorrow. Maybe there will be new opportunities that will come to us tomorrow. Maybe we're hoping for reasons to smile and laugh and be filled with joy. Maybe we're hoping for blessings. Now, if we were looking back, over our shoulders at the past, we would know what's there. We have memories. But when we turn and look ahead and face tomorrow, we really don't know exactly what to expect. What will we see? What will we face? What will we, will we be forced to deal with tomorrow? What will happen to us? We face a mystery. But as I said at the beginning, it's not a mystery over which we have no power, and we're certainly not helpless. So this morning, uh, I want us to consider the mystery of tomorrow in kind of a different light. Rather than focus on the mystery of it all and be overly concerned about what might happen, I want us to lift our heads and face the mystery of tomorrow with a powerful, positive understanding that regardless of how tomorrow unfolds, we're going to see it all as an opportunity for second chances. Pray with me, please. Our gracious Father, Indeed, tomorrow is a mystery, and it may not come, but if it comes, Father, we in our human knowledge and understanding, we can only see so far, and we, we really don't know what is there. But Father, what we do know is that if it does come, we have another day of chances, another day to change things, 
Another day to walk more in your footsteps. Another day to become more like you. It'll be a day of second chances. Father, as we look at this this morning, I pray that you would encourage us to take the second chances that are given to us. And I ask it in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So as we begin, uh, there is a significant truth that we all must come to terms with before we can see the mystery of an opportunity see the mystery of tomorrow as an opportunity for second chances. And this is it. One of the weapons that Satan uses against us in life, one of the fiery darts that he throws into our minds is this. There are things we cannot change. Things over which we have no power. Things that are going to happen around us, to us, that we simply cannot control. And so we just have to live and take it as it comes. And let it do to us whatever it's going to do. In other words, our enemy tells us that we are powerless. God, of course can move to change things if it is his will. But you, Satan says, you're powerless to do anything. You're like a little boat out on the ocean, just being tossed and battered around by the winds and the waves. And with that fiery dart implanted in our minds, we find ourselves often fighting hopelessness, Depression, acquiescence, just giving in to whatever will be. There is another significant truth, however, which Satan does not want you to understand. It is true there is much in life over which you have no control. There are things you simply cannot change. But here is the significant life-changing truth that God has put within each one of us. There is one thing that we have the power, God has given us the power to change. There is one thing God has given me the power to change. I can change me. I may not be able to change anything that's going on around me, but I can change me. I have the power to change the way I deal with what comes to me in life. I have the power to change how I let life affect me. I have the power to control my actions and my reactions to what goes on in life. I have the power to control my attitude. I have the power to make the most of the second chance I'm given to be different. 
to be who I want to be rather than just acquiesce. You see, when I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, God says I became a new creation. And as His new creation still possessing my God-given free will, I can choose to live as He wills rather than as I will. Now, before I became a new creation in Christ, I did not have that choice. I could only choose to live as I will because that's all I knew. But when I took Christ into my life and became a new creation, He gave me the power to choose His will instead of mine. I've been given the power of second chances. The question then becomes, what will I do with the second chances that I'm given tomorrow? Assuming tomorrow comes, I'm going to have the chances to change the way I think. I'm going to have the chance to change the way I react. I'm going to have the chance to change whose will I choose. What I want to do now is some suggest some opportunities for you to possibly take advantage of the second chances and make changes in yourself which only you can make. I have a list here, and this is not a definitive list by any means, but it will illustrate how you have the power to change the way that you deal with life and choose His will instead of your own. So here are some second chances. When you are hurt, whether it was in the past or comes in the future, instead of holding on to it with clenched fists and letting it rule your life, you can let go. You can give it to God and you can live your life fully in the present moment and not be changed to the past, chained to the past. It's your choice. It's a second chance you have to live free. How about when your point of view is at odds with others? And they disregard your opinion. Instead of rejecting them as being blind or foolish or small-minded, or selfish, or stupid. <laughs> Maybe you could give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe you could consider more fully their reasoning. Maybe you could study more carefully your own reasoning. Maybe you could ask yourself if winning the argument is more important than civility 
and showing humility and being willing to do what you can to make things work for the good of all. It's your second chance to making the best of the situation. Maybe your spouse or your children or some other family member or anyone for that matter says something that uh, makes you angry. Instead of lashing out at them, instead of belittling them, instead of throwing fuel on the fire and making it all about how you feel, maybe you could try to exude empathy. Maybe you could choose to consider what might be happening in their life, in their minds, in their heart. Maybe they are hurting. Maybe they have an unmet need. Maybe they just want someone to listen. Maybe they need to feel important. Maybe they need to know that they're understood, that they're cared about. Maybe you could try to be a sounding board instead of a wall. It could be your second chance at understanding and maybe growing closer as a family or growing closer to others. How about when someone does or doesn't do something or says or doesn't say something that causes you to react with feelings of being attacked or misunderstood or ignored? Maybe you could choose to stop taking every little thing personally. Maybe you could try to take your eyes off yourself and stop feeding your self-pity. It could be a second chance to stop believing that you are always the victim. How about when someone understands Scripture differently than you do and you start having uh, feelings of spiritual superiority because you understand it correctly and they don't and you feel the need to prove to them how absolutely wrong they are and tell them that they can't really be true Christians, they don't see it exactly the way you do. If you get that certain feeling that you have arrived and they haven't, why not stop and ask yourself exactly when God made you all-knowing, unable to be mistaken, or the judge of others who also love him and seek to follow him as best they can.
Maybe it'll be a second chance to show grace and love to a fellow believer. How about when you fail, when you sin, when you are less than you hope to be, when you realize you fall short of God's glory in your life, instead of pretending for others you are something you're not, instead of putting on a front of spiritual superiority or acting like you have super spirituality, instead of deflecting any questions of your faithful walk, but always pointing out the failures of others, why not be honest? Why not choose to be honest with yourself? Why not give others the grace you have received from God? Why not be an example of a sinner saved by grace? It's your choice for a second chance to be real. When the world doesn't think that your faith is real. And how about when you are living mostly for yourself? When life is all about you. When others are only important when they are useful to you. When your eyes are always focused on what you want. Maybe tomorrow will be a chance to step back. Put your life in perspective. A chance to remember to whom you truly belong. Remember who it is that gives you worth. Remember who he has put in your life to care for. That spouse, those children, that family, those friends. Maybe it'll be a chance to learn to live for others instead of just yourself. Because the truth is, that's the only time you'll truly find yourself when you're living for others. So tomorrow is a mystery. If it comes, we don't know what's in it. But we're not powerless. We're not helpless. Whatever is in tomorrow, whatever comes to us tomorrow, we have the power to change, to make the choices that change how we deal with it, how we deal with the people, how we deal with the circumstances, how we deal with our attitudes, how we deal with our feelings, how we deal with our actions and our reactions. We have the power of a second chance if tomorrow comes. It is your choice for a second chance to be the person God created you to be. Tomorrow is a mystery. But no matter what happens, 
or doesn't happen, every day you're going to have a second chance to make a choice to live according to his will instead of your own. And the question is simply, what will you do with your second chance if it's given to you? Heavenly Father, though we do not know if tomorrow will come, if it comes, help us, Father, to choose your will, to choose to walk as Jesus walked, to choose to follow him, to choose to be like him. Help us to choose when we look at the world around us and all the things that we have or could have. Help us, Father, to choose Jesus. Because surely that is who we'd rather have. And we ask it in his precious name. Amen. We're going to sing a song together. I'd rather have Jesus. Jesus.